Simon, could I have a word with you? dreaming or something real strange is going on well son you're not dreaming so i guess that leaves us with something strange <laughs> Zero minutes, gut buckets, until you hear Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast. <laughs> My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Hi, blowholes. It's <laughs> Melissa. Uh, this episode number 232, and we're talking the tale of the renegade virus. Oh, yeah, it's here. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, Apparently, people were, too. I'd say this is the most people have ever reached out to say, wow. like, do you have any guests on this episode? <laughs> because <laughs> really? I would love to talk about it. And, uh, yeah, people love this episode. I won the coveted spot of the Renegade <laughs> I don't know. Episode. I don't know when it, why. Like, are you for the dark? I think kind of, I think of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, so You've joined us a lot. Yeah, I've always loved it. Um, and this one I remember always being on. Like, oh, I feel yes. like this yeah, one was repeated was more awesome. than yes. the others. I was thinking about that today. I think besides Dangerous Soup, mm. maybe this oh, yeah. is the one that I remember just showing up on TV <laughs> all the time. Right. <laughs> um, but maybe one of us had it on tape, too, because it, it felt mm, like something that... There's just no way it aired as much as we watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Renegade Virus, an incredible, incredible episode. Uh, you, you, really? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. <laughs> I'm actually still not sure about my score yet, so I guess I mm. should be, uh, I don't want to oversell okay. it. But sure. um, yeah. I, I, one thing I do want to preface about this episode is, did you do any research on the guy who played the virus? Just cursory okay. research. Yeah, I just did an IMDb search. Do you know the controversy? Because I feel like mm, it's better no. to, to get it out of the way. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not aware of it. Um, what's his name? Paul Cagelet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Paul I, Cag Cagulet or okay. Paul Cagelet. Yeah. Um, he was arrested maybe I don't know four or five years ago on child pornography charges. Really? Uh, the guy who played the virus. Um, and so wow. I feel like it's going to be impossible to do this because I assume some people out there know this. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be really hard to do this episode without <laughs> praising his performance. So I just want to, sure. I want to like kind of draw the line in the sand that like, this is a very fun performance by yeah. a guy who in recent years yeah. is uh, problematic. Now his jail time is over. Yeah. Uh, Canada must have very loose laws. He got like 18 months. Um, but, uh, yeah. Well, I feel like we can, uh, uh praise his performance without necessarily praising yeah. all other actions that he's done. Yes, I just, life. I just wanted to right. throw like it out MJ. there. Sure, sure. Maybe just for my, MJ? Yeah, Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> I actually thought Michael Jordan, but <laughs> I'm like, what did Michael Jordan do? Uh, yeah. Haven't you heard about no, Michael or, Jordan? Or MJ Spider-Man, oh, no, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there in case people are aware. I love this performance. You know, yeah. the guy's a little Sorry. problematic. Can't deny it. 
yeah. what's happening in this episode, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, Melissa, it's been a long time since we've seen you. you I been? know. I've been good. Nothing new to report. Great. Yeah. Still haven't had COVID. Me either. Yeah. Good for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I went like two and a half years somehow. You did did great. Yeah. Yeah. You did great. (laughs) Uh, We're recording outside, so if you can hear, the the, the beautiful birds are chirping. Mm It feels nice. It feels nice to do it in person. It feels great to be outside in the summer. It's as high as I thought it would be. (laughs) <laughs> I yeah, it feels good out here. I, usually we do this in a room at Andrew's house, and I texted him today and said, is it a million degrees up there? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad we're outside. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, this episode, I unbelievably, I usually never have a problem telling when Are You Afraid of the Darks aired, but The Tale of the Renegade Virus has a couple dates online. Hmm. Regardless, it's season four. Some places have it listed as episode one and some have it listed as, as episode three any feelings uh yeah i'll weigh in on this okay i <laughs> think that the official uh numbering is episode one okay and i think it was produced third in got the it. season got it great okay i was hedging towards <laughs> season four episode one which means it would have aired october 1st 1994 and we have definitely talked about october of 1994 uh, so no need to do that again. But there is something we like to do at the start of these episodes. Um, I guess before we start, should we hear a little bit of the Midnight Society segment? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Careful. A virus can do a lot of damage. I know. A virus is a disease. It gets inside and takes hold. And once it starts spreading, it's impossible to shake. Hey, it's just a computer virus. Sure it is. And it's just a computer. But viruses can jump around. And there's one computer you never want one to get into. What computer is that? The human brain. Say <laughs> what? It's got a trillion bits of information stored up here, just like a computer. And if a computer virus got into your head, there's no telling what might happen or where the destruction would end. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story. The Tale of the Renegade Virus. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Gary, kind of in full control here. Uh, you know, usual. A little bit. Like, you know, he, even when he's late, it's yes. only by like 30 seconds. <laughs> Where's Gary? Yeah. can't believe he's not here. I know, just enough time for t- uh, Tucker to be like, he's got a virus on his computer, but, you know, he's still there to give us our intro. And boy, is he sa- he's, he's sassy as ever. Oh, yeah. Like, he's uh, just Gary's in full control here. Um, but this is, this is almost like, this is pretty, um, uh, like, cutting edge just the idea of a virus on his computer and they're trading it in midnight society like this was like right around the time of the internet kind of becoming widely available yeah. to people i mean I like this, that. that year maybe and yeah. um, how was this very new that viruses were a thing and they just like got on top of the to storyline because he's walking up with a freaking floppy disk in his hand, like i'm gonna figure out who did this which seems like no you're 1994 no you're not <laughs> Yeah, it just seems like vir- they even mentioned viruses spreading. It's like they wouldn't, I mean, they could spread without the internet, but not this in the same way. Yeah, right. feels like. Yeah, what virus, because he was doing a paper, yeah, yeah. right? And Tucker was sabotaging the paper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so that, he, 
What? Somehow he put something on his computer so that it would... Delete uh, every yeah, time yeah. he tried to say, print, print it. Print, yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds clever. I don't know if that's... It actually probably so- a thing you could do, I guess. Yeah. I... That's the good old days of viruses, folks. Like that, that That's the kind of virus I could get behind. <laughs> the prank virus. Oh, I'd be virus. so mad. And Gary even mentions he deleted it twice. Yeah. So presumably this is his third draft. It sounds like a nightmare. Have you guys had any nightmare viruses? Um, Anything that's mm. really, you know, botched? Uh, I'm trying to think of, like, no. even just situations where I lost everything and had to start over yeah that's happened to me before where i lost yeah not because of a virus but not a virus yeah um yeah it's i mean it's happened to a small segment but like i don't know i got in really in the habit of saving anything that takes any kind of real work like i just don't want to have to redo (laughs) any of this uh and how about any um virtual reality um snafus (laughs) <laughs> no snafus okay. To speak well Sort of snafu um, Oh wow I'm not a snafu exactly So I'm fine virtual guys, boy <laughs> Did we have maybe even mentioned this before But did you guys ever use like the virtual reality like machines In the early 90s like at uh, Cedar Point or like other amusement parks I don't think so It no, was, was, it was always rides. very expensive <laughs> It was like, you know, it was part of the arcade to be like 10 bucks for a minute or something. And you stand in like a circle platform and you'd have a big headset. And the only thing I can remember about it is it looked terrible, of course. I mean, by today's standards, yeah. but also like it was just enough time to where like I could start to figure out how to move. And then, you know, time's <laughs> up. Like that's 10 bucks worth. That's how they got you. Yeah. I, I've never done one of those, but... Uh, they were terrible. I yeah. mean, you didn't miss okay. anything. Yeah, 90s virtual reality in general, just not... Yeah, it was like everybody... <laughs> it's like suddenly they could make um, that, like, 3D graphics, sort of. Yeah. And right then, everyone's like, whoa, what about virtual reality? <laughs> we're gonna, like, we're going to yeah. be in the computers next week. You know? <laughs> Have you seen mm. Nintendo 64? <laughs> Think of what we could do with <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that's a very long way to go to do our own uh, Midnight Society <laughs> segments. Right, but, yeah, Andrew, yeah. do you have a Midnight Society sure, segment yeah. of your own? Right. So do you guys want to save the name for yeah. the end? Yeah, right. Mine, mine's not going to be quite as powerful without the name okay. following it up. But, <laughs> okay. So uh, us kids have a lot to worry about these days. Homework, chores, finding a date for the big game. There's so much going on, it's easy to let things slip. But there's one thing that's more important to remember than anything else. As the kid in my story is about to find out, forgetting those three little numbers could mean the end of the world. Uh. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that is pretty good. Mine's nothing like that. <laughs> well, that's okay. I like yeah, it. yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Yeah, very solid intro. Yeah. Nice. All right, Moser, are you ready? Well, mine's a little different because I, as I said earlier, I like to rip. I'm uh, writing a little bit, yeah. and yeah. I kind of tear these apart with the loopholes and whatnot. <laughs> so this is like a commentary? <laughs> in a way. Okay. Have you ever wondered what could happen if you put on a helmet and watch TV from a short distance? Maybe you'd get a headache. Maybe you'll do minor damage to your vision. Or worse, maybe a maniacal metallic man will find his way into your brain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I you know it. where I'm going with this when we get talking about <laughs> the episode. A metallic man. Yes, very nice. Yeah. All right. <coughs> Jeez, Gary. You don't look so hot. Are you sick? Just a small virus, I think. But I wanted to get sick so I could tell you this story. <laughs> you see, it's about a <coughs> renegade virus. Wait, you purposely got sick just to connect it to your story tonight? I mean, you're sweating profusely. Yeah, well, that's pro- that's probably just the campfire, Frank. It's unusually hot, so that's probably why I'm sweating so bad. But also, sometimes, viruses jump around. <coughs> Gary, you can pass on telling a story tonight if you want. Seriously, I have a killer tech story about a virtual pet being possessed by aliens. <coughs> no thanks, that sounds uh, absolutely terrible. <laughs> Just let me tell you, tell the tale, okay? You see, a virus is an infective agent that typically consists of a uh, nucleic acid molecule in a protein coat. It is too small to be seen by the light uh, and is able to multiply only within the living cells of a host. Is that the literal dic- d- dictionary definition? Yeah, but like a virus, even definitions can mutate, Frank, because a virus is also a piece of code which is capable of copying itself and typically has a detrimental effect, such as corrupting the system or destroying data. <coughs> what the bejesus are you talking about, Gary? Honestly, I don't think you're well enough to go tonight. The hell I'm not. Get ready to get infected by this terrifying tale, and possibly infected by me. Submitted for the approval of the big orange couch I call this tale. Uh, nice, yeah. I definitely awesome. like the sick virus uh, approach. Yeah, I do I, I can't believe they didn't do that, actually. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, as Betty Ann says at the start here she says a virus can do a lot of damage i mean she knows it's almost like she knows what's coming with covid <laughs> gary, uh, i think gary oh God, set up betty ann before this get ready say something about the virus doing damage that'll sound really good yeah well uh three good ones here yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to jump into this uh this sure episode? so at the midnight society gary is late because he had to rewrite a book report as we know Uh, Turns out he got a computer virus, and every time he tries to print something, it gets erased. When Gary finally shows up, he vows to use his virus doctor to destroy the virus and figure out who planted it. In fact, that's what his story is all about. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I mean, that is, um... So let's talk about that for a second. He got a virus that day. Presumably. Mm. Do you think you wrote the episode? Like, do you think you wrote the tale? Basically? Like, that's very fast turnaround. Yeah, good question. Oh, yeah, so I didn't it's think like, about that. Like, did he write it on the way to the campfire? <laughs> <laughs> he thought about the whole thing. He was just so inspired by his plight. Like, yeah. what was his like, original story that he was going to go with? Yeah, like, did he ditch something? <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> we'll never know. He was so pissed about this virus. <laughs> the tale of the hatching can wait. <laughs> uh, I do like this Midnight Society intro, as far as they go. It's like, pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah, it puts Tucker in kind of a... Classic Tucker Gary. Yeah. Uh, feud. Spat. Yeah. And just enough interjections that it's like, it's not going too slow here. There's no props or... Yeah. Well, I guess there's the floppy disk. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, yeah, Frank is in this that. too, right? Is that Frank? Oh, yeah. 
I noted that when Frank said, the only thing scary about computers is <laughs> oh, the yeah. people who use them. <laughs> oh, yes. I'd be like, oh, Frank, just you wait. Frank in 2022 has <laughs> still never used a computer. He's like an insane old 45-year-old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just refuses. Uh, yeah, that and the disc are like probably the most dated things in the episode. Everything else like doesn't feel that insane, really. Yeah, the, the actual episode itself, there's very little besides the look of the computers yeah. that's like wouldn't hold up yeah. now. Yeah. Well, the gears in the computer room, I think, are a little... I'm happy you noted those. <laughs> oh, those are... <laughs> I, I am glad in you Mr. brought that up. In yeah. Mr. Poe's room? Yeah. yeah. So weird. Yes. How <laughs> did they spend money making those? <laughs> the weirdest thing to me about that is, like, I didn't even... Until you... Like, I noticed subconsciously that it's bizarre, but I didn't, like, quite think about it until like, you said it. School. And now it's like, what the hell was that thing? <laughs> I was staring at it the you whole time. So I, I was thinking about, like, they used budget to make yeah. this. And this is a pretty well-made episode in general. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, Look-wise. So, kidding me? This thing's like... A couple, couple great props. This must be like one of the highest budget episodes of the series. Yeah. yeah. This thing looks great. Yeah, it looks really nice. I want to know where that giant lock is. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> we can, t- we can talk about that later. <laughs> I have a theory, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so late one night at school, a mysterious figure is working in the lab and a warning flashes across the screen indicating the input could cause extreme danger. (laughs) The next morning, Simon goes through his usual wake-up routine, hitting the alarm on his radio and tossing a foam ball into his plastic basketball hoop. Yeah, I like, uh, it gives us a quick sense of his ritual, which will pay off, uh, but in a very neat way. Just very tight. This episode's tight. totally agree, and I think this moment is like, actually pretty incredible when i was picking it apart i'm like so he's got in one instant i understand that he's done this enough times that he's just hitting the hoop every time yeah they don't even say anything about it it's just it happens and you get exactly what they're talking about yeah so weird and I, i feel like this episode um does this pretty well like every time they want you to pay attention to something it's like a distinct object and everything else in the background is like it's there's a lot of stuff back there yeah. but it's mostly indistinct like mm. picture like it, it's not close-ups of anything um so like even his alarm clock when they show that cl- clock up close it's like this red memorable clock you're going to remember in 10 minutes when you need to yeah that's yeah. true that's a good point yeah i noted one thing that really drove me crazy and something i hate is when people wake up and they go yeah this was that pre- stupid sound it's like nobody does do do people really do that because i've never oh, done every that morning. <laughs> really this was like one of the most egregious ones of those i've ever seen it was i mean i'll he, tell you the worst oh one God, was is the movie this is off topic yeah. office space i watched oh, it again last i was watching week. it this it, past couple now that you know go watch it again it'll drive you crazy how much he goes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what? When he wakes up. I know exactly what you're talking about. And the one reason I'll give him a pass for that is because he's like so uh, relaxed, relaxed yes. from that whatever, yeah. getting uh, hypnotized. Still, no, that, like, that, so that it's like such a good sleep. Yeah, it's like it feels like it's the first time he's ever done that. Have you ever done that after a good sleep? But did you <laughs> smacking your lips is a weird yes. I've I've done the like over over not often, but I've done the over like stretch, like feeling yeah, good, sure. arms out. Um, I might do like a 
You know, like not like more than one, like just a single one. Oh boy, too bad this is an audio medium. (laughs) And and Melissa, what do you do when you wake up? I don't know. I just get up. (laughs) Jump up out of bed. Pretty much. I'm a morning person. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I really. That's all I do. Even the other day, I was telling Max, like sometimes, like I used to even like cuddle up on Max a little bit and like. Give him a little kiss on the head. I don't even do that anymore. I don't even look at him when I get up. Because <laughs> he smacks his lips? No. I don't even want to oh, hear this lip smacking whenever that. you wake up. But I just, I'm up and at him. Up and at him. Pretty okay. good. Pretty yeah. good. I mean, I don't do much, I guess. Um, <laughs> before I get up. Uh, so after breakfast with the family, uh, and I just want to say right here, this family, A+. Plus. A+. Plus. Pretty weird, but also... Uh, well, the dad. Oh, I love the dad. I like the dad. I, I yes, I like the dad. It's a very like <laughs> it's a very ticky performance. Yeah. Like from the moment the first time when he's outside the bathroom knocking on it, he's like very like. Yes. Yeah. This looks like a dad at his wit's end, which I guess is real. Like I, I, I can appreciate that. I also feel like all of this, like the way they act and stuff, it's all adding to the like off slightly off kilter feel of the episode. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Which just you know it adds to the whole creepiness, yeah. the whole vibe of it. Yeah, it's the cre- the way this episode's filmed for right from the start, like the angles are kind of yeah. strange. Um, I love it. Yeah. yeah, this is like the closest family I feel like we get to um, like a Wrigley family or like a Pete and Pete universe family from Are You Afraid of the Dark? You don't get a lot of whole units. Usually, a mom's missing yeah. or a dad's yeah. missing or it's just mm-hmm. one kid. Yeah. Um, so Simon's friend Evan shows up at his house, and since Simon's bike has a flat tire, he steals Evan's to get to school. Hey, where's your bike? Ten seconds left, down by five. Evan goes long. <sighs> Touchdown! Nice catch. Hey! That was pretty clever what he did. You did? <laughs> yeah. That was clever. Yeah, I you did. didn't see it coming. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> I thought that was genius. Throw him the football. I was like, and this while he's out there. Jerk. Yeah, I mean, he's a jerk, but... This is uh, one of the weirdest depictions of a friendship mm. ever. Yeah, yeah. I do love it, though. I mean, it works for the episode. <laughs> yeah, I think friendships are kind of weird and complicated. Yeah. And so, especially at that age, yeah, where, yeah. like, kids can be mean, but still friends. Yeah. It is felt, that... It felt a little I mean, more I'm a, I grew up, you know, I'm a girl, mm. and we, you know, we didn't treat each other like that. <laughs> we were, wow. We were very nice. You just mean there's nobody you ever... There's no girls in school that you ever just, like, didn't get along with or were... Not that where we were, like, best friends coming over each other's houses and being, like... Okay, this is un- slightly unusual. But I think boys, boys tease a lot. Yeah. You know, you yeah. were not nice to me. Oh, I think boys definitely tease. There's yeah. yeah, we do. I mean, we did. Whatever. Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> we, we, we definitely had instances of people losing their tempers. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. So that's kind I'm, of typical? I'm just surprised. A... okay. Uh, well, we're not arguing. <laughs> <laughs> is it happening right now? I'm just wondering: is that normal for young boys? Uh, in I think that I time? think I think it is. I think boys really egg each other. I think this episode's a little more severe uh, than what I experienced, but not hmm. unheard of. Okay. Um, also, this is another thing that I feel like just adds to that une- uneasiness throughout this episode. Like, it doesn't feel good. Really, you know, you're thinking about their bad friendship, and mm. yeah, I just think it works. It works. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so Evan ends up being late to school, and when he can't open his locker, Simon admits to switching their locks. Jerk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Nothing guy. more stressful. This is perhaps one of the most unbelievable, unbelievable parts of the episode, uh, that they know each other's lock combinations. Yeah. That is weird. I just wouldn't I take so. the time or energy to know yeah. anyone else's. The janitor used to have to cut mine off after every, like, holiday break. <laughs> I would come back after, like, two weeks spring break and have to go to the office. I forgot my lock combo again. But people used to memorize, you know, like, I memorized your number growing up. And, well, like, sure, all my sure. friends' Phone numbers. numbers and, yeah. mm-hmm. So, not impossible, I guess, if you need help to tell your friend what your combo is. No, I've. I think there were even times where I gave my combination to somebody, but I don't. I doubt they would remember. I wouldn't remember yeah. somebody else's beyond it down that on your moment. Hand or something. Mm. Yeah. Um, suddenly, Sonia shows up at her locker, and Evan awkwardly tries to ask her to the upcoming football game, but she reveals that she's already going with Simon. That was hard to watch. God, hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, you going to the game on Saturday? Yeah. Uh, how about you? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought maybe we could... Um, I'm going with Simon. Maybe we'll see you there. Yeah, maybe. Let's go. I'm going with Simon. Simon this. Simon that. Simon's the best. Yeah, right. Or Evan. <laughs> one thing is just another. yeah, yeah. Seriously, there's like one minute of him just like brutal moment after one brutal moment yeah. after the next. Um, when Evan finally gets to class, their teacher, Mr. Smith, scolds him, and as he starts his test, wouldn't you know it? His pencil breaks. Mm. Good. Grief. Is Mr. Smith the most memorable? Are you afraid of the dark teacher? He's great. I mean, I know he means a lot to us because yeah, yeah. uh, that uh, the reality, virtual reality sequence. But that's an interesting. Uh, there's a couple of good co- uh, teachers. There's the um, the teacher who eats donuts in um, oh, the typewriter one. Yeah, he looked like a villain to me. Very creepy. The teacher, teacher. in this episode. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he looks like he's burnt out. <laughs> like <laughs> ready to reti- quit teaching years ago. <laughs> Simon figures Evan is going to be ticked at him later, but when they meet up after school, Evan seems to have gotten over it. He excitedly announces that Mr. Poe, the science teacher, has finally finished creating a new computer game, and he agreed to let them have the first crack at it. Mm. When they get to the lab, Evan even offers to let Simon try the game first. What, what a guy. guy. <laughs> what a I, guy. I noted that I love Mr. Poe's look. Yes. He's yes. great. Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. Definitely like an elective in America. I think most people call it like electives or mm-hmm. oh, yeah. like extracurricular. I, yeah, those type like kind of has that feel of a teacher yeah. who's like off the beaten path, mm-hmm. doing his own thing. My boys, you are about to have the game playing experience of a lifetime. Who goes first? Uh, Simon. Me? You're the computer genius. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of this game. You don't need to know a thing about computers to play. Cool. Sit down yourself comfortable so how do i play are you familiar with virtual reality sort of it's a computer simulation of reality it makes you feel like you're really there 
The technology is in its infancy, but the possibilities are endless. I've made a breakthrough that surpasses any known program. My friends, we are about to step into history. Oh. I'll just mention this now also, uh, this call with mm. the president that he gets. <laughs> <laughs> I noted that. Love it. Mr. Poe, the president is on the phone, on the private line. Tell him, uh, uh, tell him I'll be right there. I'm reluctant to work with the government. Too much paperwork. Yeah. Well, Bill. Too much paperwork. Bill Clinton was on the cutting edge of uh, technology. He was, you know, <laughs> called up a uh, random school science. <laughs> Mr. Poe's the guy. You gotta call him. Um, Mr. Poe explains the incredible advancements he's been able to make in the field of virtual reality. Yeah. And Simon is hooked up into the game. This is. I just want to say, as a kid. I think one of the reasons this episode resonated so much is because this scenario seems like like a dream, like yeah, a, yeah. something I'd really want to happen to me, where I'd have options of the virtual reality I got to go into, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that experience. I don't know. It, I think that was part of the appeal. Oh, if, I, yeah. if I'm if I'm in, uh, tapping into my inner child, just the scenario of the episode was like, yes, this is so mm. cool. Yeah, great, great premise. I sure. noted how far away the screen is from his eyes mm. like I feel like he could just like look down everybody's in his peripherals like everything yeah. there's nothing I, yeah, I it should know. have been like goggles or something I, yeah that's what I thought my interpretation was like he was getting like like he was either in a trance like put into a trance somehow like where he wasn't actually seeing anything that was going on it's in the real world reaching <laughs> Yeah, sort of. I mean, he's got that whole helmet on. I mean, I get it. Was it? I mean, it is time? reach. It's for sure. Like, were there a lot of movies doing this, or was this? No, this was like <laughs> pretty early because on. I'll say, fine. You can get away with that ridiculous setup. Yeah. If that was one of the first like movies or anybody TV show to do something like virtual reality, it's pretty early on you in the going. So? For a kid's looking into yeah, it. it has to be. Um, and you're right. I mean, you're right about it. I'm just apologizing for it. While Poe <coughs> is getting set up, he receives a familiar warning message, but he overrides it and boots up the game. Something about this warning message is good, too, even. Wait, did we go over the options? Oh, no, no. Yeah, oh, yeah, my goodness. Right <laughs> we can go over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, have I know to. We've, I know that we've talked about these before. We've talked about them, but let's, let's sure, be sure. on the record here. We have... Uh, What's your preference? Would you like to go on a voyage to Saturn? Be a knight of the round table? Or visit the dinosaurs of the Mesozoic? Well, I think I'll go with the knight of the round table. Done. Once I start you, Evan will monitor the game while I take that call. So let's just be, you know, we've, we have talked about it before. Yeah. I don't remember your, anybody's answers. What would you pick? Um, I'm probably going to do Saturn, I guess. Mm-hmm. Saturn. Wait, what was the first option? Uh, Dinosaurs of the Mesozoic, Knights of the Round Table, or Saturn. 
I would say Knights of the Round Table, but there was the was it the bookish babysitter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That really freaked me out as a kid, so I I don't know what I would choose. Did that episode come out before? This? Uh, yes. Okay. And then I wouldn't choose that. I'd probably choose Saturn. Mm, okay. Knights of the Round Table is violent, Knight, scary. Knights of the Round Table is just absolutely the wrong last answer. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Wait, why? I think that would be pretty it cool. It just seems that the, but you're talking about going to another planet or visiting dinosaurs, and then <laughs> Knights of the Round Table. I'd like to sit around a table with humans. <laughs> like they existed. They wore. Yeah, their clothes armor. were different. I mean, I, I'd yeah, go yeah. there third. This was one thing as a kid, I was like, what the hell is this kid doing? The Knights of the Round Table when you have these other options. What? And they're not even going to show it in the episode, so it's like, yeah, you can pick whatever one you want. It doesn't matter. Well, the budget probably only allowed for... He doesn't even go to the mini... He doesn't... Oh, they didn't even start off? <laughs> no, he <laughs> never sees a knight. It's just like pictures on the computer. It, I mean, in oh. retrospect, maybe the virus should have been a knight or something. That would have been way worse, <laughs> yeah, I think, but... Yeah, the, <laughs> Glad they didn't go that direction. I mean, the right answer is dinosaurs, so I'm on the record. The right here. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, Saturn is a gaseous planet. What are you? What are you going to see that you can't see only in a photo? Like it's, I don't know. And, close it, and, personal, and listen, I'm uh, the person who wants to die in space, but like, um, visit I, probably can visit. Well, maybe you can't visit the moons. Probably has. Moons. You can't walk on any. I mean, well, I know it's virtual reality, but like Saturn is just like you would be floating in clouds. You could float through it, kind of like a clipping in a video game. There's a YouTube video, if anybody's out there, I've done this, where like you can see what it's like to be on a different planets. That's cool. Mm. But it's not. I, oh. like it, it is, it is, it is, it is. Uh, I, that's why I looked at it. But like it's also once you realize the gaseous planets, like there's nothing to see. It's just like fog. Mm-hmm. Um, dinosaurs, I mean, come on. Yeah, be cool. Unbelievable. You'd know. You'd know <laughs> I guess you wouldn't know for sure because it's still... All of this would be created by whatever the person. Did Jurassic, oh, yeah. Jurassic Park yeah, came out already, right. though? It did. So you might... Uh, you would think he would choose that. Yeah. That would make sense. But maybe he's like, eh, I've, you know, I just saw Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. What else you got? Um, Simon panics as the world around him spins, and he suddenly wakes up in his bed as usual. Sloughing off the game is nothing but a dream. <laughs> Actually, he doesn't do that this time. No. <laughs> um, I noticed. Uh, this time, though, when he throws his foam ball, the window shattered. It was all a dream. Too bad. How'd that happen? Morning. Let me just say, this is a perfect moment of Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, Maybe one of the, maybe one of the most underrated and realized, like weird moments. He throws this fluffy ball and the glass shatters. It's it immediately throws throws you off kilter. Yeah, it's brilliant. And they didn't even have to do anything. No, really, it's like the cheapest thing you could imagine. Yeah, yeah, Uh, yeah, amazing. And it it is bizarre when you see that. Like, you look, it's like a close-up of the foam ball. And then yeah. when you hear that shatter, you're like, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> great. Great way to start. Yeah. Um, afterwards, she searches the house for his family, but they're nowhere to be found. Another bonus of having a full unit family is that the house being empty now yes. feels a little stranger. Yeah. 
Where, oh, yeah. where is like most are you afraid of the dark? The kids always alone, whether it's supposed yeah. to be scary or not. <laughs> uh, weird distorted images of the family appear around the kitchen table. Cool, cool yes. effect. Yes, mm-hmm. very cool. Um, and when he hears his mom calling for him, he runs upstairs, only to find that her voice is coming out of the alarm clock, which also happens to be unplugged. Yes. <laughs> the, 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 oh, go ahead. Uh, this just made me laugh, this choice of... I mean, it's effective. It's just like, he's in virtual reality already anyway. It's like... Can he remember that? Know. No, Can, he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know he's in virtual reality. He thinks he's just woken up. Yeah, well, maybe he's questioning it at this point because yeah. it's so insane. But I love the sound of the voices. Like, the dad and the mom, they have this effect on the voice that mm. makes them sound like they're really far away mm. yeah or like, like they're far- echoing yeah 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 it's like like a- in poltergeist kind of that's what yeah. i thought of yeah. yeah yeah what's going on have you seen someone this morning no funny i wonder where he is i'm i'm right here susan would you call your brother simon are you down there I'm up here, Simon. Like they're calling to him from some other right. place. Um, yeah, very cool. Uh, and again, that clock. You see that clock. We're back. You're like, oh, that's the alarm clock that we just looked at. Um, as he leaves his room. Uh, not to belabor this but i just want to just andrew's like it's sadder take another no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you can't let it go uh take another moment just to appreciate the the like multiple levels of what's going on mom's yelling from the other room yeah. it's coming from the alarm clock yeah. the alarm clock's unplugged it's yeah. just goofy uh, in a great way a great way um so as he leaves his room <laughs> Evan's bike rolls through the halls on its own. Love this shot. <laughs> yeah, so love good. it, love it, love it. I'm just confused, like, is... Because, I don't know, like, what is happening here? His brain's just going haywire because this guy's in it? Uh, I think that the virus is, like, controlling to some extent what's happening right now. Yeah, but, like, in his, I, the whole thing like, is just kind of over my head. Like, he's controlling the world that they're in. Like, he's in control now. He's, as he will tell us yeah. later, he blew away the Knights of the Round Table. But the world is his brain and his life and his memories. I don't think you have to think about it this hard. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I, I think, think... I've been conditioned well, to think this hard he's now. Because ac- the virus, Nolan. The, vi- <laughs> <laughs> the virus is accessing right. his memories and stuff. Yeah. And using them against How is it. he doing that? He's wearing a freaking helmet. Um... It would be one thing if he had those, like, those little nodes or whatever those things are, like, stuck to his head. Then I'd get it. If there was, yeah. He's watching television. I agree, I agree. Okay, sorry. Um, Oh, here's his dad calling from the office down the hall. But when Simon opens the door, he finds a bizarre metallic monster sitting in his dad's chair. Love it. That was creepy. When he turned around... Because as a kid, you're like, what the hell is sitting in that chair? What is about to flip around? It's so perfect. The dad's voice and then becoming that (laughs) amazing looking monster. Yeah. One of the best looking Are You Afraid of the Dark Monsters. The exposed brain is, yeah. again, on the budget they were probably working with, really just. So amazing. Plus it, like, the way it pulses. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, they nailed it. Um, 
<laughs> Who are you? What are you doing in my house? This isn't your house, Einstein. You're in cyberspace. Cyber what? Cyberspace. Virtual reality. <laughs> You're still in the game, Einstein. Except that the rules have changed. <laughs> but what happened at the Knights of the Round Table? <laughs> I blew him away. <laughs> I'm a virus. That's what I do. <laughs> Computer virus. How'd you get in here? All that matters now is how I'm getting out. <laughs> Most viruses affect and destroy. But I'm smarter than that. I've got bigger plans. <laughs> None of this is real, you know. It's input from the computer right into your head. <laughs> but I've done a little reprogramming. I don't think you should mess with it. <laughs> Too late. You've given me the perfect setup. What do you mean? <sighs> Once my program runs, I'll be able to output myself from this stupid game right into your brain. <laughs> what? When they turn off the game, I'm going to stay inside your brain. <laughs> You're going to take me into the real world, Einstein. Uh, I love the way he delivers all these lines as well. The way mm -hmm. he says brain, especially. Something about that. Yeah. Uh, and the effect on his voice. Like, there brain. seems to be some kind of slight is, effect. Is it, Very good. Is it the actor doing the voice? Or yeah, is it a yeah. voiceover? I think it's the actor doing I it. With an effect on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't think that... I, I think it's his own. You Sometimes think there's some sound least, manipulation going on? At least part of the time it sounds really? like there's some additional effect on it. Yeah. His laughs are pretty incredible. Oh, amazing. I mean, that's really, that's everything, yeah. the laughs. And there's a lot of them. I'd like to see the casting calls for this and just, like, I'd just love to see, like, 30 men laughing and acting <laughs> like him. <laughs> it's good, but let's have another one. Um, Simon doesn't believe it, but he finds an input growing out of his hand. Another oh great, another Amazing. great effect. I mean, me? I mean, yes, by today's standards, you can see the makeup a little bit, but like, uh, it's just a great image. It looks shockingly close to me to like, uh, like a real infected yeah. thing on yeah. your body. Yeah, you know? it's, like, it's grotesque. It looks so cool and, yeah, gross. Yeah, it's a cool idea. Um, the virus is so sure of itself that for some reason it agrees to give Simon just over 10 minutes to escape. I don't believe you. Oh, it's already started. Look at your hand. <laughs> ah! But this is a game, there has to be rules. Sure. Rule number one, I win, you lose. <laughs> That's not fair. Okay, I'll be fair. <laughs> you can escape from this game, but you've got only... Program will run in 10 minutes and 35 seconds. You heard it, Einstein. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I, yeah, the countdown though is another great writing device. Yeah. It's like oh, yeah. it's propulsive. It, mm -hmm. you, 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 yeah. Yeah. The only problem the with this was like, why did he give him ten minutes? It should have been like, right. I can't. It's gonna take me ten minutes to figure out how to get into your brain or something. 
That would have. Yeah, but he can't admit his. Purpose. He can't admit his weakness. Yeah. Okay. That's true. But why give? It? Okay, fine. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Simon wakes from the game and takes off his headset, but when he tells Poe and Evan about the virus, the teacher gets defensive and kicks Simon out. Um, this uh, this turn of Mr. Poe is good too. Like he's angry, gets angry for this yeah. moment inside the game. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, a good performance, just a solid, yeah, very really, solid performance. Really memorable guy, just in general. Something about him is like, yeah, something about him seems like he should have been famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This guy's a, kind of a good actor. <laughs> and got a good look. <laughs> yeah. Um, weirdly, Simon finds that the hallway has been barred off and locked. Another just good, didn't take anything to do it effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spots Evan and Sonia on the other side, but they refuse to help him. And when he sees the input is still in his hand, he realizes he's still inside the game. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> Simon can see his real self playing the game in Poe's room. Another yeah, effective uh, little thing that like took nothing. You know? Right. That Just makes a, a more very sense. Practical effect. It doesn't make sense. I don't. I don't know. I think you're thinking too I, I much. Know, I, am, I need to really just let go. I do, and maybe I, I just can't enjoy the ride. Yeah. <laughs> um, when he when uh, Simon finds the other kids from his class walking backwards through the halls, he follows them mm. into Mr. Smith's Another class. Great. <laughs> Seriously, the kids walking backwards. Like I think here's the that thing, Melissa. Good. Here's that the thing. Good. None of it has to make sense because it's not supposed to, right? Like it's yeah. it's. I think you're trying to make sense of a nonsensical right. yeah. world. This is one of those episodes or like, or some movies like this that just like the way it's done allows me to accept all this crap. Like mm-hmm. I like all the way, like the w- crazier you can get with it, the better. I don't even care sure. about like the bounds of reality at this point. <laughs> uh, it just feels yeah. good and like. I'm, I'm glad you loved it so much. <laughs> oh I'm boy, happy. are you coming? Are you coming uh, with like a two crib star? Or? <laughs> no, not You've been a little quiet. <laughs> Do you think any of this is good? If it, I don't know. If it was stri- if he had those little sticky things on his head. I mean, really. That's what all. sticky things? <laughs> Wait, you're still on the fan. <laughs> You're still stuck on, like, it not being set up right? Yeah, he's just watching TV and this what is happening though, in his head. Okay, what if the helmet is actually, like, projecting right, things into a... his brain and the things in front of his eyes are a simple shield just yeah. to, like, slightly block out Yeah, that's not where he's seeing it's anything. Just like, it's like, yeah. it's... Uh, uh, I wish that would have been explained <laughs> to me. They don't have time. Do you see the pace of the breakneck is... pace of this episode? <laughs> If they had enough time to make those gears, they had enough time to make something that looked a little more legitimate. Um, Yeah, those gears. Um, Everyone in class is acting strange, and Simon suddenly finds himself in his underwear. But uh, this whole scene, I just want to stop for a moment, appreciate the brilliance of this scene here. (laughs) Um, I mean, everything about it, like... The way the camera angles look, yeah, like they, mm-hmm. they it's the tight shots yes, on the face, yeah, yeah. looks so weird. Uh, these questions, mm. so, oh my god, I love it. What, uh, it's it's like a real nightmare. It is yes. a real nightmare yes. that yes. someone would have. It's just ridiculous. It's like nonsensical. Um, uh, what's the question? What's two plus two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly? 
<laughs> yeah. I love it. Bizarre, one of a bizarre thing. Another bizarre like moment where they don't again don't have to do anything. It's yeah. just like the what the questions that they're asking, the way they're doing it. It's like yeah. that doesn't cost anything. You know, it just occurred to me that like a fun episode might be doing because we've done so many favorite, least favorite. Are you afraid of the darks? But a favorite scenes, like favorite, mm. are you dark, yeah, yeah. dark scenes. Yeah, that's a good idea. Because this is like a scene where like. I don't think Renegade Virus was on my top five. I can't remember if it was on yours, but this scene is, I think, so important to us. Like, we quoted yeah. it, and it's very surreal and weird. Yeah. Um, um, him and his boxers felt very cutting edge as a kid. Like, yeah. whoa! <laughs> even even when I watched it the other day, I was like, wow, they, they did that. And the way they, the way they do that is great, too. It's like a close-up on his face, and yeah. then pan out yeah. to yeah. suddenly he's in... Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, well done. This is Ron Oliver just working at Spielberg levels. Like, <laughs> seriously, it's, it's like they got Spielberg to direct an episode of the show. Yeah, refer. That's how good it is. Um, You're late, and this is the most important test of your life. Does anyone know what two plus two equals? Five. Correct. Anyone else? Six. Six minutes left. Correct. Simon. Uh, four. And exactly what formula did you use? Uh, yeah, this, um, this, exactly what, que- <laughs> what formula did you use? Um, I mean, this is, like, I love this for just so many situations in real life. I don't think I've ever pulled it off quite, like, perfectly, mm-hmm. but I would love to. Like, go back and... <laughs> exactly what formula did you use? Yeah, um, just shaming. So amazing. Ah, okay. Um, determined to get out, Simon finds Evan's bike with a huge lock around it. Love it. <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> oh my god. You you couldn't predict it. It's so amazing. And it's the way, again, it's the reveal of the shot of, like, you don't quite realize it until it pulls out. And you're like, oh, it's the size of the bike. (laughs) Also, this thing looks like a real lock. I don't know how they made it or where they found it, but... um, Yeah. Also, great great use of prop money. Yeah. Um, We didn't mention it so far, but a a couple times during this episode, we've already heard... Um, forgot your combo. Mm. You know that's yeah. important to the story. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. We we've been overrun with like locks uh, at this point in the story. Yeah, but I do love that in a tight. You know these episodes are twenty four minutes with the Midnight Society and the intro sure. song. They're really twenty minutes. Uh, in twenty minutes, you get everything has a payoff. Yeah, there's there is no. <laughs> Sorry, you guys, no can't, you, to trim. you guys can't see Moses' face, but I don't think she believes me. There is, uh, there is nothing left unresolved. Everything's purposeful. Yeah, yeah. Agree. You don't have to. No, I do. I just, I said there's no fat to trim. Like, everything is It's like purposeful, solid. not necessarily in the realm of, like, what makes sense in reality. But it's purposeful, like in the story yes. and in the world that we're in. It like, all serves yeah. the story. Listen, I'm letting go. 
I'm listening. <laughs> let go and let God. <laughs> let go and let virus. <laughs> you, you guys are, you know. If Simon had let go, bit. he would have been exactly would have destroyed the whole world. Yeah. Um. So when Simon sits down behind the computer in his dad's office back at home, Evan suddenly appears on the screen and reveals that he was the one who planted the virus after all. Mm-hmm. Good grief. Boy. Hi, Simon. How's the game going? Evan? Is it really you? In the flesh. Evan, get me out of here. The thing's gone berserk. I know. Somebody planted a virus. It was you, wasn't it? Where's Paul? Still on the phone. But come on, Simon. I thought you could do anything. You can get out of this yourself. Two-minute warning. This is your two-minute warning. <laughs> Did you see that? See what? The virus is coming for me, Evan. It's going to take over my brain. Get me out of here. Not until you apologize for all the things you did to me. What? What a what a treacherous turn. Oh. I mean, we know the twist now, but I I had imagine as eight year old me, yeah. I, I would have I would have been like, my God. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Like, Whoa. What <laughs> what ha- what hath Evan wrought? <laughs> um. Also, I like, I just like this weirdness that he's talking to him in the game from yeah. out in reality. It's like, so what cool. the hell is going on? So cool. And when the virus intercuts on the screen yeah. and and Evan can't see it, you know, it's, yeah, it's unnerving. It's all. Yeah. It's it's funny you say that because I wrote, how was Evan, <laughs> how was Evan even communicating with him? <laughs> How? You gotta just suspend. He's standing next to Poe, and then, you know, you'll know later that he pops out of it, and Evan's still standing there next to Poe, and Poe doesn't know what's going on. It's like, how was Evan speaking well, to him with Poe there? We do know that Poe is busy, presumably, on with the, the phone with the president. Yeah. Uh, so Evan is running the system. He oh, says, they gotta leave you in charge here. Oh, okay. So Evan's free to taunt. The only, the yeah, only, the only problem is the idea of like webcams right. interacting sure. with virtual reality. If I want to go down Melissa Road here, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate. Sure, that. sure. There, yeah, there, it's not perfect. <laughs> um, I do want to mention. There's something a little weird going on here, and somehow it still works, is the way the episode sort of flips between Evan and Simon being, like, who we're following, mm. you know? Yeah. It, like, doesn't, it doesn't strictly stick with one. Yeah, I think it is mainly Simon's tale, but, um, yeah, they do a nice job of... It doesn't feel weird yeah. when they go away from him. I mean, it's an unusual choice, the way they do it. But For it, sure. Like, it, it works. Do they really do that at any other time in the series? I don't recall. I mean, maybe I'm just not thinking of That's one. That's interesting. But, like, normally you just would not do that because it, you don't it would seem character. like it was sloppy. You know? It yeah. feels sloppy to me. Mm-hmm. But, like, somehow it works out. Um. The boys argue about who's to blame as the virus makes its way through the house in just another incredible sequence from this episode. Uh, <laughs> Anybody home? <laughs> I'm sorry, all right? I don't believe you. I'm running out of time, Evan. Okay, relax. I programmed the virus myself. It won't do anything to you. No, what do you call this? Oh, no. <laughs> Going 
Coming through the door downstairs on the bike. <laughs> what? Ringing the doorbell. So yeah. amazing. I, lo- I love the close-up yeah, yeah. of the leather glove, the tiny little leather glove. Yes. Ding dong. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then he bursts through that door. Another Spielberg shot. Yes. Uh, and then the effect is so clever of like, obviously they're playing the film in reverse, but yeah. it just, it, the joltiness, like yep. you could be judgmental and be like, that looks like crap. Or you could let go and let God and, and be like, that's a great effect. It I is great. The, great. It's crafty. The I liked it. sliding up the, the banister. Yes. banister yes. yes. It's amazing. I uh, liked it too. It, it's truly an iconic shot of Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. Um, Feels very unnerving the way a lot of stuff in this episode does. It's, I used know. to send that a lot as gifts. Uh, that final shot of him, like, <laughs> right up close to the camera. Oh, man. <laughs> I got to bring that back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Evan explains that Simon has to enter the abort code from inside the game. Yeah. Good grief. But before Evan can give Simon the code, they get cut off. Yeah. I thought that was a smart idea. Like, yeah. in order to get out, to yeah. do the code from oh, the yeah. co- uh, computer within yeah. whatever this is. Um, this Evan, though, like, at first, you know, I think, oh, Evan's the good guy that's, like, yeah. getting yeah. crap down, but turns out he's just as maybe even more psychotic than uh, he didn't know Simon. this was coming he didn't know no not like this no not like this <laughs> he thought there would be some nights yeah. of the round table what did, did he say something he said i thought he had a good line i didn't write it down i mean i love his i love the i love the back and forth because he, he once he shows him his hand he, you could tell like oh shoot i went too yeah. far but also, there's still this like, well, you're a smart guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you figure this out. But then he also like relents from that. It's it's um. He's too. It's good. true. It is good. Okay, you can abort from in there, but you need the code. Well, give it to me. I bet you can figure out what it is. Just give it to me. Okay, the code is my code. Evan. It's realer than. I've other depictions of kids on our Yeah, character. he's not a purely terrible lunatic. He's complicated. He's like, there's part of him that's still he's human. Our he's, he's he's complicated like all humans, and I think Are You Afraid of the Dark wants to show that people yes. are complicated. <laughs> For sure. Right. That's what, they, that's what they said in the writers' room. We need to we need I'm, to get this message. I'm out. Sick of these one-dimensional <laughs> characters. Uh, <laughs> Simon tries a bunch of things to. Bunch of codes. <laughs> yes, yeah, a bunch of codes. Uh, until the computer gives him a hint. You think this is uh, Evan out there sending him a hint? Uh, I don't know. I think this is where, we, again, you got to like just like accept. Oh, I think Evan's sending him a hint the only way he can get one to him. Okay. He's like. Um, but then why wouldn't he just say, like, it's this number? He was saying it. But, oh, oh, yeah, oh, he I started see. to. It's my Oh, just com. because that's him being a dick again. Yeah. <laughs> He said it's my com, and then it cut out. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. But Andrew's saying maybe it's him typing the clues. Because where else would that uh, question? But come if you from? can type, just type in twelve. Well, sure, we whatever. we have security questions in our, even now with our passwords. Yeah. So maybe he had that. Oh no! Somebody it did had, say forgot your combo. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. He's definitely doing it. Um. All right. 
So uh, Evan realizes yeah, it must, or I mean Simon realizes it must be the locker combo that they've been arguing about this whole episode. He enters the combo, but before he can press the any key, the virus breaks in and straps Simon down to the chair. Oh my gosh! With uh, great um, computer cords. Yes, you know? really cool. Perfect. Yes. Um, the virus reveals his hand to be a plug. Mm. Oh my gosh! Gross. I love this. Yes. This yeah. whole thing, the yes. pulling off the glove, and it's right. Another payoff. And yeah. rule number one: I win, you lose. <laughs> now I'll need your hand. <laughs> I think I'm gonna enjoy being inside your brain. That's probably the reason for all that typing, is because it gets you thinking he's got hands. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Suddenly, yeah. when he pulls that off, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, the virus moves to connect the plug into the input in Simon's hand, but at the last moment, Simon manages to reach out and hit the keyboard, causing the virus to be erased and the mm. game to end. Yeah, so you think. Oh. <laughs> no! 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 Rule number two. Forget rule number one. Um, just, I'm just. Yeah. I need to recover from sure. this moment. It was so. <laughs> I'm really enjoying this just because you're so passionately like loving. This I can't believe episode. you did. <laughs> I, I don't think I've heard you talk about something like this ever. Oh well, plenty. Uh, maybe uh, Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> Outside uh, of that, it is one of the few Are You Afraid of the Darks where, like, as we're talking about it, like, it's playing in my head. Like, I can, yeah. it's it's crystal clear. Oh, yeah. Mm. You can just say what you think, Melissa. No. <laughs> oh, also, we didn't mention. I <laughs> You don't. <laughs> we also didn't mention, but the door busting in oh and my the God. virus walking Boom. across Boom. the door. Just yes. walking on that thing. <laughs> There's, like, uh, smoke yeah. from behind the door. It's so good. Um,. Uh, there's something about this whole keyboard thing that's a little off, you know, the way he like suddenly gets loose and hits the hits yeah. The I was wondering where that keys, came from, but mm. whatever. Um, Maybe so you just what, need to muster the strength. Sure. You know. Yeah. Sometimes you do. When Simon gets out of the game, Poe apologizes, baffled by how the virus could have gotten there, but Simon shrugs it off as an accident, letting Evan off the hook. Yeah. He's kind of redeemed himself a little bit right here. Yeah. Uh, walking through the empty halls, Simon and Evan make up before Simon runs off to ride Evan's bike home again. Oh, <laughs> I think uh, Evan. Evan says like, I forget what he says like, no, I don't want you, no, like don't or whatever. You know, yeah, Evan doesn't want him to take his bike. Uh, yeah, sure. It's the least he could do. <laughs> that's true that's true um i was just gonna say i like how in this episode they kind of like don't grow at all like they yeah, just like yeah. are the same people at the end yeah, yeah they're nicer. they're both jerks to each other yeah, yeah. absolutely i love it um so they leave and as the janitor pushes his mop bucket down the hall the virus's hand suddenly reaches up and grabs onto the you side you saw that coming of course I That's didn't. Classic. Mo- most are you afraid of the darks? Is it over? Most are you afraid of the darks? Don't end that way though. Yeah, that's true. Not only Somebody. that, but it takes like a kind of leap of 
pretty big leap of logic to expect that to happen. Well, once like, we how, see the janitor and we start following him. Sure, sure. Yeah. In that it, moment. It, it could mean. have just as easily faded to the campfire. True. The but garbage. Boom, that hand. <laughs> we were I mean, bizarrely following the janitor, and it's in a very, you know, hmm. purposeful episode. So is the implication here that the that he is not out of the virtual reality or that the yeah. virus somehow made it out? That's the question. That I'm asking question. your opinion. I think that should be an episode where you guys write the sequel to Renegade Virus. It's <laughs> not bad. I think I think he probably isn't out. Okay. And part of the evidence for that is how the... I mean, it's the end of the school day, but yeah. still oh. the halls are empty. Yeah, you're it's right. It's like kind of... Imp- school would not have been over in the time span 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I you're think right. Simon's still... He's, a, he's in, in there. The in the frigging game. He's stuck in the game for eternity like a Good. pinball wizard kid. He deserves it. <laughs> you know what would have been really cool... No, too much. But uh, if, <laughs> if if the hand came out, but in the background, you could see through the door again, and you still saw yes, Simon yeah, some, yeah, yeah. in the game. Agreed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. We're I'm nodding it. and looking at him like, what the heck are you talking about? I mean, when that hand comes out, I was like, is there any Are You Afraid of the Dark episode that would not be better if it ended with a hand coming <laughs> That's out? True. Like, That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, one of my all-time kids, I think I probably have talked about this on the podcast before, but one of my all-time memories is like a kid was waking up and seeing a hand in my window. Oh, uh, yeah. You've heard I'm it a million very times. I'm familiar. But, Skeptical. Uh, been skeptical. Since I was a kid, I know. <laughs> I, uh, I woke up one night, and there was just a hand on my window. Yeah. You weren't dreaming. I was awake as I could be. You weren't in virtual I was ter- reality. I was, I was, Are you sure? <laughs> I was terrified. Uh, How long was it there for? I, did, I don't know. I didn't count. I, like... Did they pull away, or did you, like, go under the covers? I think I... I don't know. I don't know. You know what I would love right now is if a hand just like came up from the side of the picnic table. It's like you are in virtual reality <laughs> this whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last, the last thirty years. <laughs> yeah. um, well, back at the Midnight Society, Kiki rightly dubs it a great story, yeah. and Gary scares Tucker by warning him that the virus is still out there and could jump into his computer next. All right, great story. You know what I liked about that story? What? No matter how bad a thing Evan did, Simon always forgave him. You know what I liked about the story? What? That the virus is still alive. And if you're not careful, it'll jump into your computer. I gotta go. Later. Gotta make it Tucker takes off. I, this is not a. That's not scary enough for a kid to take off. But um, sure. well, Tucker. But it's know. a. T- it's a tight ending. Yeah. They don't dilly dally. No, long. no, they're just, just screwing around. Yeah. They knew you got the mm-hmm. your moment yep. a few seconds ago. They're like, we don't want to screw around with it. Yeah. Ooh. You know, it's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> my, <laughs> uh, totally unrelated, but my 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 note page today printed out like all messed up. Mm-hmm. Almost as if the is virus it? is in my computer wow. right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought that was just highlighted. I thought no, so, no. too. <laughs> Should be blue, but all that 
Like, very weird. It's almost like it didn't want you talking about Seriously. it. Seriously. <laughs> the okay. virus is I still out there. I love how much you guys love this episode. <laughs> it's hard not to. I mean, what, that's why you have so I'm confused by like. I can't wait to hear like the legit complaints beyond. Yes. I want your breakdown because there's a the lot basic. of hesitancy here. <laughs> you know what it is? It's just it's just bias. I I just don't enjoy personally sci-fi tech stuff. Like, and I think that's what it is. I mean, this is like the lowest level of tech talk and like any meaningful tech anything in the episode it's basically just virtual reality but I'll, still not my thing okay 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 that's i fair. think because it is hard to follow so maybe i was trying too hard to follow it mm-hmm. like all those christopher nolan movies well not all of them some of them i've seen more than once but like inception saw it once i am not gonna go check the thing out tenant not gonna go see that again hmm. like that's okay. just over okay. my head okay not interested <laughs> it was really well done but too some say this is even more complicated than <laughs> this is where he this got is, his complicated yeah, yeah. ideas <laughs> christopher nolan watching renegade virus going wow i think i know what i have to do now <laughs> hey there was a time thing that's a uh for sure the Christopher Nolan theme is like a countdown or time oh yeah we didn't even mention when he's sitting out in the hall when he finds the virus suddenly like appears out in the hall yeah 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 and he gives him the countdown yep Yep. reading his uh, equals MC squared book yeah Yeah. Uh, okay well do you guys want to talk about some of the stuff that went into this sure hi this is bios trivia ratings and stray observations so I took a look at some of these people just to see you know, what's going on with them. Uh, Simon is definitely the most, like, still famous of them. Uh, his name is Christopher Redman. Um, he was also in The Crimson Clown, if mm-hmm. you remember. Mm-hmm. Brain Candy, the Kids in the Hall movie. Goosebumps, Ginger Snaps, Stargate SG-1. Um, I also took a look at Evan, who was played by Micah Gardner. Uh, he was in Millennium, Dark Angel, Stargate Atlantis, Smallville, Edgemont. All almost like sort of in the same realm. Yeah. Um, CW careers, type good. stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Poe was played by Eric Fink, who yep. also appeared in Goosebumps. Brilliant. A show called Book Mice, uh, La Femme Nikita, Four Brothers, Hollywoodland, and Cellar- Cinderella Man. He's in Four Brothers? Um, Yes, but like it's all small parts, okay. um, which is disappointing. Like I thought for sure I was gonna look him up, and it was gonna be like, of course he was in that. Yeah. Um, also took a look at Mr. Smith, played by Mark Trafford. Uh, he was in the Country Mouse and the City Mouse Adventures, On the Road, <laughs> The Walk, and the Neverending Story series. Um, again, another guy that's like I'm looking at it in this episode, like this guy is incredible. And he just like never... There's, there's a million guys that look just like him. I don't know. The way he does this... Uh, okay. Um, and finally, Sorry. the virus. We mm. talked about him. Paul Cagillet. Cagillet. Yeah. Um, he has been in Big Wolf on Campus series. Great, the greatest game ever played. And I'm not there. Um, you know. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. I, we won't go down. He sure. hasn't been in that much stuff. You want to know why? Or? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I thought the right. Uh, I looked at the writer of this episode. Very interesting. Um, 
It's the only episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark you wrote. Unbelievable. Really? Uh, his name is Gerald Lewis. Um, yeah, it's his, and it's also his first writing credit ever. Wow. Imagine that. Like, wow. you start with Renegade Virus, and you're not a famous writer. Like, yeah, yeah he goes, he does some stuff, but it seems like this is a bang. Seriously. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, 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 Hey, if I like sci-fi, I I think it's well done. I think it's real well written. Right. You know. Really well written. Uh, he so he wrote this. Otherwise, it's mo- mainly Canadian kids show fare uh, shows I've never heard of. Animal Crackers. He did work on the new Lassie series, uh, Sagwa, the Chinese Siamese cat. Uh, he did a few episodes of Arthur, hmm. um, Mona the Vampire. What's with Andy, Franklin and Friends. Uh, Ping and Friends and the la- last thing he did was in 2018 which was called Chop Chop Ninja um, but uh, you know busy mm-hmm. like he's consistently busy yeah. um, I imagine Renegade Virus being on your resume will get you pretty much in any door in Canada yep. <laughs> top of the page <laughs> um, yeah so Gerald Lewis wrote this episode any uh, trivia? Uh, yeah I got a few things um, the disc Gary is holding at the beginning of the episode, yeah. it's of course a three and one quarter inch from Floppy. It's the that. classic, I'd say. Uh, so, uh, the Simon's input is a VGA input. The viruses yeah. is a parallel port. Um, you, that means they don't match. Yeah, yeah. Like it wouldn't actually plug in. However, they're in virtual reality. It doesn't so, need to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I did want to note that this was the same director as the Ghastly Grinner, and I thought, like, I was thinking, man, this feels a little Ghastly Grinner-ish, yeah, so I looked it up angles. just to see, yeah. Uh, well, hold on. Because uh, I thought this was Ron Oliver, who is, yeah. like, the series guy. It uh, is. Well, oh, yeah, okay. It is Ron Oliver? Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's, like, he is, I'd say, like, 50% of the episode. Okay. Um, well, my favorite is, of course, the, the lock. Uh, the manufacturer yeah. on the lock is Oliver, which is a, I think, a very sweet reference to the director yeah, yeah. Ron Oliver. Mm-hmm. And, Love that. And it makes me think they must have made this thing, right? Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah. Which is why my theory is that he must have it. Uh, that would be so amazing. Right? How like, cool would that be? You go over Ron Oliver's house. It's sitting on the right inside the door. <laughs> I'm sure it's in the That'd garage, but <laughs> <laughs> but even still, like, uh, it's such a cool prop. Yeah. Uh, the only other one I had, and I, you know, I didn't double check this, uh, but it's like the first thing that comes up is uh, Evan's shirt is the same one worn by Tucker, in several episodes throughout the show, furthering the implication that Tucker was the one uh, responsible for Gary's res- mm. uh, computer virus. If this is true, that's quite a touch. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a really nice touch. That's good. Um, I also just wanted to mention that this was five years before The Matrix came out, and. It's got Are a lot of similar. This? There's a lot of similar <laughs> things going on in here. I mean, there is. There, you know, there was probably some movies that did a, this type of thing before okay. this. Johnny Mnemonic is that? That actually came out like the year after this. Okay. Um, there, just like some weird movies that people probably don't even know, but um, that's just unbelievable to me. Can like, I hear this the similarities? Is, Matrix is another movie I saw once, never really need to see it again, sci-fi. Well, one of the, the main thing. thing is he's in virtual reality, and it's the real world. So mm-hmm. he's stuck in the real world, doesn't know that he's there at first. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like the same basic premise. Um, also, uh, 
I thought it was kind of weird that the teacher's name happens to be Mr. Smith. Hey! I was like, okay. what the hell? Uh, That's pretty good. I mean, there's a port, right? Isn't there a port for Neil? Like, yeah, in his head? yeah. Port in his head. I mean, wow. these are undeniable. Lawrence Fishburne plays the virus. <laughs> 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 oh, the other thing was the virus. This might be the first time ever in like a film thing that the virus. There's a virus, and it's trying to escape into the real world. Mm. I mean, that's another Matrix thing. The entire second movie. Right. Um, I like very it. Very suspicious. I, no, I like it. As, as a little piece of trivia, I like it. I would love the Wachowskis. <laughs> like, we studied that episode. Are you kidding me? That's yeah, at least at least idea. M Night Shyamalan had the decency to say, like, I saw. Um, yeah, yeah. What is it? Uh, uh, Dream Girl. Dream Girl, and you know, I wrote The Sixth Sense. All these other people could just come out and yeah. admit it. You should write him an email. <laughs> the Wachowskis? Yeah. You know what you should do is pretend like you're going to have him on the show and yeah. you want to talk about all of his illustrious works, but then really just be like, we brought you here to talk to you to, about a little show or episode called... To confront you about your thieving ways. Well, they're siblings, right? No. That would be amazing. Just yes. like, you cowards. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think that would be great. See, that I'd listen to. Um, Not that I don't listen to, but like sci-fi stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, you, know. you like The Matrix, though? Yeah, I remember enjoying it. You like The Twilight Zone. I do. But it's a different type That's of sci-fi. Like it's less It's That's... less like, um, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like more twi cerebral. Like twist endings and mm -hmm. stuff. That I love. Mm -hmm. Technology. <laughs> I feel like the technology in this episode is just a just like a vague thing holding it together, but it's really all the other craziness that's going on. Oh, I have a note. Are okay. you done with your notes? Yeah. I had a question because I looked up Ron Oliver <laughs> and I looked him up on IMDb and maybe he writes his own IMDb info, but it says Ron Oliver started his career with the cult hit Mary Lou Prom Night 2 <laughs> called well. The Blue Velvet of High School Horror Movies. Is that a movie that you've ever seen? I haven't I've seen it, but it. I'm aware of it. Oh, are uh, you? Yeah. Okay. I've never heard of it, but I'm not a, like a movie buff. Like I you mean, know. it's definitely a B or not C a or hit? D. Well, cult hit. Yeah, that's a good Do description. So? Okay. Maybe not hit. Cult favorite. I just want to know if he's, you know, embellishing a little. Oh, no. No way. He would never do such a thing. Not Mr. Oliver. Oh, kidding me? No. Sir Oliver. <laughs> Stray observations? Uh, yeah. Um, the first one, I just wanted to mention this at the end of Gary's intro at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Perf, uh, like, ideal, um, Are You Afraid of the Dark Howl? It's like the howl. Hmm. Wolf howl. Like, he finishes it off, and it's like, <laughs> I was hoping you would do it. <laughs> okay. okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, Gary mentions that uh, information is stored in the human brain. Did you ca catch how many bins of information are in the human brain, according to Gary? No, but I did note that I love that. I love This that. sounds like the fakest piece of information in the episode. Oh, I don't think so. But I did, like, I did note that I, I like that he did that. And, and comparing the human brain yeah, to the computer, yeah, yeah. that I like. That's, good. That's yeah. science. Well, he says, he says a trillion bins of information are stored up here. Was it bits, a, maybe? Oh, maybe. 
bins just doesn't sound. Yeah, you're probably right. You're right. You're probably right. <laughs> I'd believe it if it was bins. Like maybe that's bigger than a terabyte. <laughs> bins. They oh, moved bin. to terabyte to bins. <laughs> I don't know. Can't keep track of this crap anymore. Yeah, I don't really. Technology's not my forte. Uh, do you have anything more? Um, are these like little things we ask each other? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah. What passwords did he try? Oh, good one. Well, I know the one that unlocks it. Sure. Which is 121734. Sure. Nice. Uh, He also tries the girl's name, Sarah? Sonia. Sonia, thank you. Uh, He tries Poe. He tries Evan? Yes, that's all. Okay. Great job. That's all. Um, Simon says stealing Evan's bike was payback for this that Evan did yesterday. Yeah, he uh, he put eggs in Simon's sneakers. Yeah. Ooh. Kind of cool. Yeah, pretty, pretty brutal. Yeah. I mean, if... if between... When, he seems very mad when he's late. He's like, you made me late, though. Yeah. Like, you destroyed his sneakers, presumably, and, <laughs> like, you're worried about being late. Uh, what color is Gary's shirt in this episode? <laughs> Blue. Like, beige? It's a yellow polo. Bright yellow. <laughs> so Gary. So yellow, you took note of it. How, according to Mr. Poe, does virtual reality work? No, I didn't, I didn't catch it. Oh, boy. Uh, we have no idea how he thinks that it works. Well, good, good for you to skip it, because it's... <laughs> this would have been important to you, I would think. <laughs> it's, it's neuron impulses react with the microwave circuitry, which creates a certain force of energy, and then he trains you, you know what? That sounds like kind of something that would make you happy there, which is yeah. it sounds like it's working through his brain rather than visual. But microwave Yes, yes. Brain. Yeah, he shouldn't have said microwave. That was a that poor choice. That sounds pretty for, harmful. Hmm. Well, have you seen Ghastly Grinner? Microwaves are a really important <laughs> sure property in Are You Afraid of the Dark? This guy's and obsessed with harmful. Microwave. Very harmful. Yeah. Um, uh, what time is the clock set for when he wakes up? 7.30. Yeah. I do want to make note that there's a little clock. Now, you could argue it's part of the virtual reality, but it's a little continuity, I think. When he goes to the kitchen, the clock in the kitchen says 8.31. Ooh. Not sure if it's continuity or if it's supposed to be like, uh, the time's weird. Yeah, or yeah. it's possible uh, daylight savings time happened during the filming <laughs> of this episode. That's a stretch. But go on. <laughs> you want to give this show every benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I'm not trying that hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> when you love something. <laughs> um, did you catch why Mr. Poe has his room rigged with alarms? No. In case one of those gears goes <laughs> good, good awry. Guess. <laughs> in case of industrial spies. Oh, industrial spies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Poe has posters all over his room. Of what? Huh. Planets, maybe? No. Knights of the Round Table? No. <laughs> those would be posters of Albert Einstein. Uh, oh. We didn't even mention that. Which, uh, the quote in the episode, yeah. Einstein. Yeah, he's always saying Einstein. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, boy, another great touch. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, something I just wanted to mention, uh, the, bi- the virus, like, playing with the lock often. Yeah. Just another, like, getting that lock in your head. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, what is his house address? What is uh, Simon's house address? We see it when they Five, seven, play nine, catch. Three. 415. Uh, I don't think it has any relevance. Uh, 87. Okay. Uh, oh. 
Um, uh, this final thing I just wanted to mention, um, great, fantastic transition from the last shot of the virus's hand to Gary's hand clutching yeah. the edge of the yep. genius chair. <laughs> Ron Oliver's like, I'm not, everything matters in this episode. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I did note that when Evan gets to his first class, you can see that tiny little uh, analog clock on the wall and it's, um, it's too late for the first class. It's uh, 10.05. Uh, is this when he shows up late? He's late, but he'd be maybe two hours he, late maybe, for school. Maybe <laughs> school's pretty far away. He had to run. All right, maybe, maybe. Um, and then my last one is when uh, the president calls, Poe says there's a reason he doesn't work with the government, mm. which is what? Too much paperwork. Too much paperwork. Um, it, <laughs> it did occur to me that uh, maybe the clock's being off, like stuff like that, little details like that, uh, were actually like... A Kubrick-esque <laughs> attempt to like really throw you off in this episode. <laughs> you think like little kids are like <laughs> looking attention. at? Well, it's subco- well, subconscious. Maybe, yeah. maybe. I like it. Uh, all right. Well, the, uh, you guys want to rate this? Oh yeah. Uh, this has an, uh, a score of seven point seven out of ten on IMDb. Mm-hmm. So, out of five Crep stars, what did you give the tale of the Renegade Virus? I'm giving it a big five out of five. Uh, Shocker. <laughs> It's, like, one of the rare episodes, though, that I just don't, like, all the stuff that you could criticize it for, I feel like, is, somehow works in this one. I don't, Mm -hmm. it almost feels like the opposite of somebody accidentally making a really bad movie. Like, they accidentally made this an incredible episode. None of it should seemingly work, but it all is amazing. Yeah, it feels right. It's fast. It's tight. Looks amazing. Every story, like, tidbit matters yeah. and connects i agree um yeah okay so five uh melissa what are you giving renegade virus well i kind of tore it apart in my little um thing i wrote down i'll just read it to you uh-huh. um holes slash problems helmet and goggles how was evan communicating <laughs> also villain doesn't cause real problems what were we scared of i would have liked to see what it would have been like if he stayed in his brain Or is it it just giant locks, bikes riding on their own, and radios not working? All very scary to me. I do like the concept, but it could have been done better. Wow. Could have been done. That's... But it's just, it's what we were saying. Like, I need, I don't like holes. Yeah, But I'm, again... I think it's just because I'm in this new day and age where these movies... I think that Shia LaBeouf film is fine. (laughs) 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 But I did, I I changed my Krebstar rating. It is now... Oh, based on our energy? Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, and you convinced me I do need to let go and let virus. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a four out of five for me. Wow. And before? It was a three and a half. Okay. I still thought it was good. And like you said, tight, everything mattered. I like that. Yeah. I thought you were like really gonna blow this out of like yeah. you know, two or yeah. under. No, yeah. it's um, no thirteenth floor. It's it's better than that. <laughs> I think about that episode a lot. Do you? Don't you? A little bit? Another sci fi <laughs> alien kind of thing. I know, but the whole feel of that episode I, that's a worse episode. Substantially worse. But uh it's got this feel that's kind of haunting and stays with you. I, I kind of agree. And, and also it looks that weird, like, um, yeah, that color, color scheme. scheme. Yeah, yeah, very weird. It is ultra um, B, yeah. 
I was just going to say, uh, I was thinking about like other shows doing this concept. Almost nothing has done this better except for The Matrix. I mean, what else has exceeded this? Yeah. I don't know. I, nothing off the top of my head, but... Um, I could find something. Okay. Can't like win. an episode of TV that does virtual reality this well? Probably Xbox? not. If there was, it's yeah. not a show I was watching. I mean, that's a joke. I, I, I'm just kidding. Like, I think X Files is horrible at virtual oh, reality. Oh yeah. Now that uh, I'm thinking of it, what's that one episode? Uh, first person shooter. <laughs> Thank you. First person <laughs> shooter. Like five years later, did a way worse job than this. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my score is a five. It's. Um, I think it's maybe top ten. Are you afraid of the dark for me? Which is still saying a lot. Like it's. It's not my top five, but it's. Um, there's just I can't poke any holes in it. Like I I think it flies by the character. The, all the acting's really good, which is rare. There's like no weak links in this episode of like ah oh, that performance yeah. was annoying. Uh, the kids are good. The adults are good. Great episode five. Nice. Yeah. It it just doesn't take itself too seriously, which I appreciate about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I took it too seriously. Hmm. But what do you think would have happened if he stayed in his brain? I think like, he would have been controlling uh, Simon's body in the real world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. If he had the, if he was yeah. advanced enough of a virus, I guess, to control a brain. That'd be a good sequel episode. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to go over a couple other lines that I liked from this one sure. for the fun of it. Um, yeah, we didn't give this whole one, but the speed of light divided by the speed of sound equals five. <laughs> five minutes left. <laughs> Also, uh, when the virus breaks into the house, he says, Yoo-hoo, anybody home? (laughs) (laughs) You. And finally, there's a brief moment you almost, it's easy to miss. It's like the very last line of the episode after Gary puts out the fire. You hear Sam just barely say, barely audibly say, got him again, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Good lines. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's name this Jim. Oh, geez, I thought you were going to say, let's name this virus. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'll just give you the last sentence of my, my intro to lead you into this. As the kid in my story is about to find out, forgetting those three little numbers could mean the end of the world. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society, I call this story... The Tale of the Combo Breaker. Ooh, Combo Combo Breaker. I like it. Very nice. Melissa, yeah? I'll start with my last sentence as well. Or worse, maybe a maniacal metallic man will find his way into your brain. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story The Tale of the Maniacal Metal Man. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. It's very rare that you get a three-way, three-word alliteration. Yeah. Wait, what is it? The maniacal metal man. <laughs> yeah, that might win. People love alliterations. Uh, all right, I'll start over too. Get ready to get infected by this terrifying tale, and possibly infected by me. Submitted, <laughs> submitted for the approval of the big orange couch. I call this tale, the tale of virtual insanity. 
Oh, <laughs> that's really good. Perfect to Q get Jameer the quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah, these were good. Great job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are good. We'll post those. You guys can vote. Andrew, oh my, you have not lost this year. Uh, really? Yes. The, you are on a roll uh, not seen before in Name of an Episode. Uh, you, the last one we did was Doug's Garage Band, and you won that with Doug Thinks Big. Uh, you did. You won the charity with Dunks and Punks. You won the man who would be Ugg with Ugg Side Down. Jeez. Holy cow! So uh, <laughs> a lot riding here on Combo Breaker. I'm glad you didn't mention that before the episode. I would have been. I probably would have overthought this. Well, we'll see. We'll see if the, maybe the people have just like had enough of <laughs> maybe, me and the guests. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, okay. Uh, do a quick email here. All right. This email is from our friend uh, Kale. Uh, he said, massive 1999-2000 email. He says, what's up, BOC? This email is long, all over the place, and crammed full of hyperlinks. Sorry. I wrote down a few notes and wanted to uh, highlight a couple things that may have been missed. Feel free to read anything or nothing, or just chuck this in the trash right now. And away we go. 1999 TV. Mm, come on, Chris. Although Family Feud came, ba- came back <laughs> in 1999, Steve Harvey didn't take over until 2010. This just had to be addressed. Uh, which, don't worry, Kale. Uh, uh, we, we, uh, there was definitely a text chain. Of, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it was definitely Louis Anderson in 99. Uh, two. After going at his neck there, I have to say that I'm with Chris. I'm picking Law & Order SVU as a Ferguson for TV and his feelings on the true crime genre in general and on Mother. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Three, Andrew shared his story about emailing Paul Feig about Freaks and Geeks. That was neat. In a related interaction, I got to meet Dave Gruber Allen, a.k.a. Mr. Rosso, after after a <laughs> uh, cinematic Titanic show a few years ago. That's one of the wow. MST3K spinoffs. He was really nice, and I talked to him for a, little, for a minute about his appearance on the Drew Carey show because I wanted to be cool and not geek out about Freaks and Geeks. Oh, <laughs> yes. Awesome. Four, Mission Hill was a great show. Another quickly oh, yeah. canceled cartoon from 1999. Uh, was downtown on MTV. Mm. It was a slice of life show about a handful of teens in New York City. Really cool animation. Also, that the company that animated it just did Will McRobb's Harriet the Spy. Oh, very cool. Five Space got a shout out from Goblin Heath, but if people didn't don't know, this was the first project that Simon Pegg, Edgar Wright, and Nick Frost made together again. Uh, movies. I figured someone would pick American movie and being John Melkovich nailed it. <laughs> Seven, I also have the same opinion on Fight Club as Joey and Chris. I've gotten into a couple of arguments about it. Eight, The Phantom Menace needs to be mentioned as my Ferguson. My mom took me out of school to see it the first showing on opening day. Cool, right? Um, I also remember going the first day and being like, oh, man. Like, it just did not live up to expectations. Mm. As That's well. so much Jar Jar Binks, right? The uh-huh. Phantom Menace? I remember we had a conversation, remember this, Andrew, at my grandma's house, and my mom and Andrew were arguing about Star Wars, and she, about one of the newer ones, and she's like, we need Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> and Andrew immediately was like, what are you talking about, and him and my mom got into a big argument. Wow. Anyway, go on. <laughs> um... Cut to, oh, he said, cut to an hour later where she's asleep in the theater and I'm spiraling into an existential crisis from boredom. Uh, Music. Joey mentioned going to Horde Tour in 98. I went in 97 and saw Neil Young, Crazy Horse, and Beck. That sounds pretty good. Uh 
Uh, 10, The Chemical Brothers Let Forever Be, music video rules. It was directed by mm. Michelle Gondry. Uh, a pretty important hip-hop album that came out in 99, uh, Operation Doomsday by MF Doom. Mm. Um, events. I'm not a Knicks fan, but here's Larry Johnson's four-point play in the NBA Eastern Conference Final. I literally fell out of my seat when I was watching the game. The shot of the crowd exploding is so cool. He sent us all links to this stuff. Uh, the U.S. women winning in 1999 World Cup. You may remember when Brandy Chastain uh, ripped off her jersey in celebration after scoring to beat China during the penalty shootout. Um, a depressing womp-womp sound effect for... Uh, info war starting, the Columbine shooting, and Putin gaining power. Lack of capitalization intended out of disrespect. Um, personal womp womp sound effect for I got really sick with Gerdia? Georgia, maybe? Georgia? Okay. From a lake and had to lay on the couch for a week while watching Woodstock 99 suck on TV. <laughs> uh, 2000 TV. Uh, he liked Clerks, the animated series, yeah. one of his favorites. Uh, I'm glad there was a shout-out for Ed. That's an underrated show, and Will McRobb and Chris Viscardi wrote an episode on that. Mm. Movies 2000, I love me, I love me, myself, and Irene. My uncle took me to the movies, and the employee selling the tickets said, are you sure you want to take him to this? It's rated R, and it's really dirty. My uncle replied, uh, yeah, why, why the hell do you think I'm taking him to it? We died laughing at the screening. Uh, and now I've met Pete Fairley a couple of times. He's also super nice. Oh, brother, where are at the... Times. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, what situation are you in? <laughs> uh, oh, Brother, Where At Thou is my favorite Coen Brothers movie. I really wasn't expecting Andrew to mention that Jeff Daniels movie, Cheaters. I bought it on DVD years ago because yes. I had confused it with something oh. else. I don't think I've ever heard anyone else mention it. Uh, Battlefield Earth is the real Ferguson in 2000. Mm. I've got Spinal Tap is my favorite Christopher Guest movie. His others are good, but come on, Spinal Tap, man. Uh, Music 2000, two more pretty influential hip-hop albums came out. Uh, The producer, Mad Lib, as his character, Quasimodo, released The Unseen. He's one of of the best producers ever and finds amazing and obscure stuff to sample. Um, Deltron 3030 came out. Del, the funky homo sapien, was part of this group. He says, okay, now that I feel like a psycho for writing all of that out, I'm finished. Uh, I have now cleansed my soul of 1999, 2000. Catch you later. Nice. I love it. Thank you, Kale. Yeah. Uh, Very, very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Andrew. That wraps up an epic episode. Yeah, seriously. Uh, But what's next? Uh, Next time, we're talking write an episode crossover. Yes. Uh, we're debating whether we've picked the same exact idea somehow <laughs> or not. We're not totally sure. Yeah. Um, I don't. I, I really don't think we did. But we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, crossover. We're gonna take two Nick shows, two '90s Nick shows, and write an episode that uh, puts those things together. And uh, I think that will be a lot of fun. That's a cool idea. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a couple. Instances in Nick yeah, history, yeah. which we'll talk about. Not uh, as many as you would think. Not, not, that, not a ton, but yeah, we'll talk about the couple times it happened. Um, and uh, yeah, that'd be great. Um, in the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we are on Twitter at BOC Podcast, Instagram at Orange Couch Podcast. You can email us like Cal did at um, Orange Couch Podcast at gmail.com. You can hear us on Podbean, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Um, and uh, Melissa. Thanks so much for 
taking some time with us. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed discussing <laughs> this episode. I'm, I'm happy really that we, I'm happy we got that rating up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm happy so. too. You know, you changed my mind. Well, it was nice that you were very honest about it. <laughs> your opinion. <laughs> And it was what? nice to see Andrew so passionate about something. You know what we should have said? When she said four, you should have said, in what equation did you <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we missed it. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. Um, well, we'll see all you uh, computer people <laughs> next time. Yeah. <laughs> I liked where you were going with that. I, what's his voice like? Um, You're almost ze- there, but almost... Zero. Zero? Yeah, but like this! Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Okay. That's good. Okay, okay. I don't know. I would think Knights of the Round Table, but did that... Wow. Look at that. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That's a straight up hog. Look uh-huh. yeah. how... Beautiful, that is. Do you see it? Yeah. <laughs>